Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Adult Learning Lounge. I am Arpita Mishra, host of this podcast series. Would you like to go on an emotional roller coaster with me? I promise you it's going to be a fun ride. Are you ready? I'm not sure if such a thing has been done before on any podcast. I would like to induce three hormones into your brain by telling you three different types of stories. I would like to start with radically increasing your dopamine levels. Don't worry, you're absolutely safe. Dopamine, when you have that in your blood, have beautiful effect of focus, motivation, and memory. I have always been a vivid dreamer. In fact, my dreams always feel so real that I often feel like I'm not really sleeping at all. One night, I had this dream that I would never forget because following that dream, something shocking had happened. In my dream, I found myself standing in an unusually large room. The room was bright and airy and it almost felt like I was standing outside on a sunny day. But what was strange was that facing me was another version of me. It was like looking into a mirror, but this other me was somehow different. She looked older, more worn out, and there was a sadness in her eyes that made my heart ache. Who are you? I asked. You look like me. The other me smiled, but there was something eerie about it. I am your future, she said. I am future you. I was taken aback. But before I could say anything else, the future me spoke again. I am here to show you all the important signs you have missed, she said. It's time you realize them and keep them more alive in your memory. All right, I thought... And with that, I was taken on a journey through my own past. The future me showed me all the moments I had missed, all the things I had forgotten or overlooked. Some of the memories were sweet and happy, while others were disturbing and eye-opening. When I woke up next morning, I felt like I had been through a whirlwind. I wasn't sure what to make of the dream, but next, something shocking, absolutely shocking happened. Now, if I don't tell you what shocking thing happened, is that annoying? I know it is, but that was a true story and I will just leave it like that. I just wanted to prove to you what it feels like with high dopamine levels. Would you say that your focus was increased, your attention was increased, you were creative, you created situations around this, you probably already figured out what shocking thing might have happened, correct? And you will remember that I did this to you for quite a while. Uh, the feelings you had there were high levels of dopamine. So how do you do that? What you do is you build suspense, 
you introduce a cliffhanger and the beautiful thing is that storytelling per definition is dopamine creating because it's always something where you are waiting and expecting just by any type of storytelling you can induce dopamine and you don't really have to do the cliffhanger thing that i did <laughs> okay on to the next experience then are you ready you never expected this did you Okay, I will now increase your oxytocin levels. The effects of oxytocin are the following. You become more generous, you trust me, and you bond to me. You want to do that? Okay, this is a little tough for me. Brings back a lot of memories for me, to be honest. I grew up in a family of four. Myself, two years older to me, my brother, my mom and my dad life was almost perfect less money but lots of love mom was a teacher my dad was a bank clerk we did okay when i was 13 years old one fine morning when my brother and i were getting ready for school my mother could not make herself get up from the bed her legs did not move despite this that day, my brother and I were sent to school. My father put his brave face up, asked us to leave for school. That was the longest day for me in my entire life. Each hour felt like a day. What could have happened to mom? I kept thinking. In a week, we were about to leave for a family vacation. And imagine how children look forward to such things. We returned from school to find out that mom was in hospital. A life-changing message was delivered. Mom would not be able to walk unless a critical surgery was done, but even after the surgery, she would always need an assisting device to be able to move around. My life changed in a day. I had to grow up overnight. From playing with my friends in the evening, I turned to cook and do the chores of my house. I became the woman of the house at the age of 13, responsible and acting adult. Unbelievable how life changes in a day. I shared a personal story of mine with you right now. And now you have got high levels of oxytocin in your blood whether you want it or not, which means you feel more human. You are bonding to my voice and probably feeling a little relaxed. So how do we do that? In storytelling, we create empathy. So whatever character we build, we create empathy for that character. Oxytocin makes us all feel human. Now the third and last hormone I want to try is endorphin. I would like to play a voice of a woman, which we can say has overdosed on endorphins. Let's just listen to this and find out what it feels like or what it looks like. I have also linked this video in the description because trust me, you want to watch this video later. To inspire and to respond. Are you speaking or listening? <laughs> I'm 
get to listen. To inspire and to respond. To inspire and to respond. And in all circumstances. <laughs> and in all circumstances. Of our life together. <laughs> Of our life together. Of our life together. To be loyal to you. To be loyal to you. With my whole life. With my whole life. And with all my being. And with all my being. Until death parts us. Until death parts us. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that video cracks me up every time. So, how do you create endorphins? Well, you make people laugh. Endorphins also known as happy hormones, are morphin-like chemicals produced by the body during laughter, excitement, even exercise. All these three hormones you have experienced now are usually induced by storytelling. Now, what do bad hormones feel like? There are two hormones that are induced when we are in stress, cortisol and adrenaline. And what do they feel like? they feel like this. I am so sorry to do that to you. But uh, the point is, uh, the problem with high levels of cortisol and adrenaline is that if you have got really high concentrations, which of course I did not give you there, people become intolerant, irritable, uncreative, critical, memory impaired, and they make bad decisions. These bad hormones actually induce fight or flight response. Now, now not necessarily they're bad for, for us because they are kind of key to survival because they induce the fight to flight response. But how we feel is probably not in our favor, right? If you think about it, most of the time, uh, we and people around us are high on cortisol or adrenaline because people are in low to medium level of stress all the time. And the reason I mention this is because we face stressed people all the time in meetings, in our training room, in interviews, etc. But you can make a small change by being a good storyteller and Reduce those bad hormones to make people feel better, to engage with you better, to connect with you better. If you are not convinced yet with how powerful storytelling can actually be, I want to share with you an amazing example. In 2009, a man, a journalist by the name of Rob Walker, wanted to find out this. Is storytelling really the most powerful tool of all. In order to do this, he bought 200 objects from eBay and the average price for the objects was about $1. He then called 200 authors and asked them, hey, would you like to be part of the significant object study? Which means that I would like you to write a story to one of the objects. And 200 authors said yes. So there he had 200 objects. He had 200 stories. And I assume that it was with nail-biting anticipation that he went on eBay again with all the 200 objects. Would there be a difference? 
would there be a change? One of the objects was a poster of a beautiful horse's head. This beautiful horse's head was bought for 99 cents and was sold when the story was added for $62.95. That is a slight increase of 6,395%. So was this a one-off situation? Not really, because he bought the 200 objects for total of $129, selling them for $8,000. That's the power of stories. The technical term for this is functional storytelling. The essence of functional storytelling is to use a story to deliver a specific message or to elicit a specific response from the audience. The narrative is designed to achieve a specific function or purpose such as persuading the audience to take a certain action or to teach a valuable lesson. In functional storytelling, the structure and the content of the story are carefully crafted to achieve the desired outcome. This may involve using characters, events, and themes that are relevant to the audience and that resonate with their values and beliefs. Examples of functional storytelling include advertising campaigns that use stories to promote a product or service, educational materials that use stories to teach a particular lesson, and motivational speeches that use stories to inspire action. As a society, we also transform, benefit, and evolve through stories. Throughout history, storytelling has been used to communicate ideas, connect people, and inspire action. At its core, storytelling is about using words and images to create a narrative that captures people's attention and imagination. And when we do it well, it can be incredibly powerful. In fact, storytelling has been used to create some of the most transformative moments in the history. Take, for example, the story of Malala Yousafzai. Many of you may be familiar with her. Malala was just a young girl in Pakistan when Taliban took control of her town and banned girls from going to school. But instead of giving up, Malala stood up and spoke out against the injustice she saw around her. She used the power of her own story to inspire others to stand up for what's right. And as a result, she became a global icon for education and women's rights. Martin Luther King Jr.'s most famous speeches such as I Have a Dream and Letter from Birmingham Jail are timeless examples of how storytelling can galvanize people to act on behalf of a cause and transform the course of history. Every day, people are using stories to connect with others, to change minds, and to inspire action. From social media posts to political speeches, storytelling is all around us. There is another interesting fact about storytelling. It has a significantly more impact on people than numbers and data. Data and stats when shared 
with people have much less impact than a good story. An example of uh, how storytelling can be more powerful than sharing data and statistics can be seen in the context of a charity fundraising campaign. Suppose a charity wants to raise funds to support children's education in underprivileged communities. They could share statistics on the numbers of children who lack access to education or the economic benefits of investing in education. However, these numbers may not be emotionally engaging or relatable to the audience and may not motivate people to take action. But when the same charity creates a video on a girl named Maya who lives in a small village of Africa and they show Maya's daily struggle, people are instantly engaged. While data and statistics can be important for providing evidence and context, they may not always be sufficient to create a personal and emotional connection with the audience. Storytelling help us. Storytelling helps us make sense of the world around us. It allows us to take complex ideas and distill them into something that's easy to understand. And remember, when we share our stories with others, we create a sense of connection with others, kind of hard to replicate in any other way. But perhaps most importantly, storytelling has the power to inspire action. When we hear a powerful story, it can motivate us to do things we never thought possible. How can you and I use storytelling for our professional development? Because I'm sure you're probably thinking by now, great stories, but what's in it for me? Storytelling is a great tool for all of us from helping your children sleep to be a successful CEO. You can do it all just by telling good stories. The use of storytelling is so vast in nature that although I wish I could share as many examples of real life applications, I can't do that. This podcast will be really long then. What I have done, I have created four examples specifically for my fellow learning and development professionals and four generic examples for everyone who want to use storytelling for professional development. The exact script and all the details are available on my website. Simply click the link to my website given in the description of this podcast. You will have access to everything free of cost. I would still love to share one example here in the podcast. We all know how dull compliance training can be, but they don't have to be. Let's say you are creating a compliance training for cybersecurity, an important compliance training. Instead of creating a traditional course, here is how you can use the power of storytelling to create something more impactful and fun. You can create a fictional TV series that included four seven to nine minute episodes that dramatize the concepts you're trying to teach. Let's say you title the series as The Dark Web. You can write a fun and dramatic synopsis for your learners, like the synopsis can say, 
The Dark Web is a thrilling TV series that follows the adventure of a cybersecurity expert named Alex as he works to protect a fictional company called Tech Nova from cyber attacks. In the first episode of 7 to 9 Minutes, you can title the episode as Fishing for Trouble. Alex and his team must protect Technova's employees from phishing attack that could compromise their sensitive information and put the entire company at risk. This episode could have an interesting event of twists and turns. I have written the complete script of the first episode to show you what it could look like. Again, you can read, download the script on my website. The link for my website is under the podcast description. Everything is free of cost. When using storytelling as a tool for learning, it is important to keep a few things in mind. First, the story should be relevant and relatable to the learners. If the stories are too abstract or disconnected from the learner's experience, they may not be effective. Second, the story should be well-crafted and engaging. A poorly told story will not be effective in engaging learners or helping them to remember the material. Finally, the story should be used strategically and not overused at all. If stories are used too frequently, they can become tiresome and they will ultimately lose their impact. Storytelling in learning design makes content hit harder, go deeper, and stick longer. What I find exhausting these days is the use of PowerPoint extensively, purposelessly, and for anything and everything. While we think we have done the job of loading information to a group of people or to a person with a PowerPoint, we have not really cared enough for engagement, understanding, consumption, and retention. Can you remember when was the last time you had a great learning experience and if that learning experience included a PowerPoint or clicking next? I bet it did not. I want to end with this note. Hundreds and thousands years ago, we started developing our language. It is safe to say that we use storytelling to transfer knowledge from one generation to another. 40,000 years ago, we started to transfer knowledge by telling stories in cave paintings. 3,000 years ago, we started transferring knowledge through text. Only 32 years ago, PowerPoint was born. Our brain is highly responsive and hardwired for stories. We must never undermine that. With that note, this episode comes to an end. I thoroughly enjoyed working on this episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening to it. I also hope you enjoy reading the examples I have created for you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.